Hey, welcome to the Real Life Youth Podcast, where we believe in being more like Jesus. My name is Pastor Tate Stevens, and I am the student pastor here at Life Church. I hope you enjoy the message. God bless. Let's go. How's everybody doing? I'm going to try that one more time. How's everybody doing? Okay, awesome. Okay. So do you guys remember what we are talking about? Apologetics, called it Ministry of Defense, little plan words, if you can figure out the movie on that one. But today we're going to talk about how we know God exists. Everybody say God. God. Say God again. God. Say God one more time. God. Okay. How many of you would agree that sometimes it's hard to believe in something that we can't physically see? Yep. Amen. Like if I told you I had hair, would you have faith? That? No, I'm just kidding. I already did the bald joke, so it's out of the way. No more bald jokes, I promise. But you hear oftentimes that you just need faith to believe, but sometimes, but sometimes it's hard to believe if you can't physically see something. It's the honest to God truth. But I want you to look at, where did it go? Oh, it's under my Bible. I'm going to give you a really quick example. So everybody can see this book, right? Yep. You see the book? What's inside of this book? Words, which is a good book. I did not intentionally pick this Lee Strobel's case for Christ. But anyways, so you can physically see this book. Do you guys believe that somebody put this book together, wrote this book, put the design together, did all of that fun stuff? Maybe not fun stuff, but you believe that somebody created this book, right? The book just didn't like, you know, come out of thin air or anything like that. Like you're just not like renting books and it just dropped on here. You believe that somebody created it, right? Yes, that's the right answer. You sip in that sun kissed. Is that sun kissed? Or Fanta, whatever. Do you guys know what Sunkist is? Is that still a, okay. <laughs> but you know that there's a designer behind this book and we have faith to believe that someone designed this book and it just wasn't created. Do you have faith that that chair is going to hold you up? Why? Because of the designer, right? If it falls, that would be kind of funny. Just kidding. Okay, so we do have faith in this book and I want you guys to know something that God is like that too. When we look at scripture, when we look at the Bible, we know there is an intelligent designer, right? We know that there had to be an intelligent designer that put this book together. Does everybody know who this intelligent designer is? God, yes. But we have faith and we believe that God used his people to put this book together. That it just didn't come out of thin air. We knew that there is an intelligent designer behind this book. I might be confusing a little bit right now, but I'm going to start clearing some things up. Cat, come up here. <laughs> we are going to trust this. Yeah. I trust this. You don't have to. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So does everybody know who Cat is? Everybody say hi, Cat. Okay. So when we look at Cat, right, we know that there is an intelligent design behind Cat. What do you see similar with our hands? Nothing. Do you have bigger hands than me? Mm -hmm. Nah, no. Okay. So she has five fingers, right? Besides the hair, don't, don't include that. But she has what right up here? Eyebrows right here? That's weird. Do you have hairy, do you have hairy ears? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you see that cat has two ears. You see that we both have a nose, a mouth, eyes, all of that stuff, right? Everybody give cat a hand real quick. I want you to notice something is if 
a lot of people who say that we were born from coincidence or all of this kind of stuff, think about that. How can billions of people be born and we grow fingers in the same spot? We grow our ears in the same spot. We grow our legs in the same spot. There's got to be what? An intelligent design behind the creation, right? Does that make sense? But when you look at that, there's an intelligent designer and he goes by God. He goes by God. And one of the first questions that I'm going to ask is who created God? Uh, you know what? This isn't going to be rhetorical. Can somebody tell me who created God? Shouldn't have asked you. You got the answer right away. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, so we look at who created God. And I want to give you an example just really quick. You remember last week how we talked about a crime scene? Yes, no. Oh, okay, whatever. Well, you guys can catch it later. We'll have it on a podcast. So we talked about how there's crime scenes, right? And when you get into these crime scenes, there's always a cause to the crime. What I mean by that is somebody caused this crime to happen. So there's somebody who had to rob a store or had to do whatever they did to cause this crime, but there's somebody behind this, somebody behind the design of the crime. So in the end, the person who caused the crime is the suspect that you're trying to identify. Again, I'm going to start clearing stuff up, so just bear with me. So a lot of times when people ask this question, who created God? We as Christians know the cause of the universe is a personal God, not impersonal. He's a personal God, not impersonal, meaning an intelligent one person created, created this. So when you look at the cause of a crime, I'm going to sound really confusing here in the next couple of sentences. When you get the cause of a crime, we have a God who is uncaused. He's an uncaused cause. I'll explain. He's an uncaused cause, meaning that God is uncreated. He is uncaused because he's the creator. So when you look at the God that we have who created everything, he's not, there's not somebody who created God. You have to look at, you know, in our minds, we look at time, right? You know, when we start youth, we start at seven. There's an end to it. There's a beginning. There's an end. To God, there's no beginning and there's no end because he's outside of time. So God was not created because God has always been, always been. That's kind of, you know, and we look at the human perspective and, and, and kind of in, our minds, that's hard for us to fathom because we're created knowing that one day, you know, we're born and then we're going to go to heaven, hopefully, or one day we're going to be born and then there's going to be an end to our earthly being. And then we're going to be one day in eternity. But that's kind of hard for our minds to wrap around that. God has kind of always been there. He's always been. Now, I want to show you something. It's going to say a bunch of text on the slides right now. Is God is responsible for fine-tuning the universe. He's responsible for the origin of life. So you're wondering what God all created. He's the responsible for the appearance of design, the existence of mind and free agency, and the source of all transcendent moral obligations. What do I mean by all this? God is the creator. He created it all. He created you. He created me. He created everything that you see, the birds, the plants, the trees, the stars, the ocean, all of that stuff he created. Can, can everybody say Genesis right, real quick? Say it one more time. Genesis. 
You know, just keep saying it until I get to my spot. <laughs> okay, thank you. That was beautiful. It's just like, okay. Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the, can you say it? The earth. God created the heavens and the earth. So how was the universe created? As Christians, Genesis 1.1, right? But those who don't read scripture are not going to understand. They're not going to understand where the universe was created. So you guys have heard the term atheist, right? So if atheist means an unbeliever in God, do you know what a theist is? Oh, give yourself a hand. Don't be bashful. Give yourself a hand. Okay. So atheist and a theist, meaning somebody who believes in God, they all agree on something, that the universe came into existence from nothing. Now to the unbeliever, to the atheist who doesn't believe in scripture, this is where that big bang theory came in. Have you guys heard of the big bang theory? Where just boof, all of a sudden everything was created. Did you just woo the big bang theory? No, I'm just kidding. I like your camel hat. I'm just messing with you. Are you talking like the show Big Bang Theory? Is that what you're thinking of? Oh, you look at that smile. Anyways, I'm getting distracted. Okay, so this is where the theory for a lot of atheists think that the Big Bang Theory came from, that, that it all of a sudden just became, that all of a sudden it just happened. But I want to tell you guys something. This is what, this is what kills me with science. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. The title in itself contradicts itself. It is not scientifically proven. It's a theory. Do you guys, everybody know what a theory is? If I'm pitting out, sorry. Does everybody know what a theory is? Absolutely. So when you look at the Big Bang Theory, it actually cannot be scientifically proven. And I can give you more details later on on that. But when we look at the universe and how it is created today, Science itself has actually proven that there is an intelligent, intelligent design and the Big Bang Theory can't even prove that, that there's an intelligent design behind their theory, I'm saying. What scientists have actually proven is that there is an intelligent design behind the universe and how the earth was created. Why? Genesis 1.1, for God created the heavens and the earth. What's important to realize with our universe is it shows overwhelming evidence. Scientifically, it shows overwhelming evidence that it is fine-tuned for the existence of life and organic life coming from matter. Now, it's a whole lot of science in that sentence, but it's displaying an appearance of design of how the earth was created. I want you to really think about this. When you think about the Big Bang Theory and people are, and the earth was just created, how could every single one of us, billions of people, be born looking pretty much similar? You really think that something that's just came from nothing and there's no intelligent designer behind it, that can just happen? Because theoretically, this book that I gently threw up here, this book should just be able to be like, poof, and then it just shows up. Why is stuff still not happening like that today, right? Because God created. God is the creator. So evidence points scientifically and biblically to an intelligent designer. God created. A personal being, God, created the universe. 
I know this is going to be a lot of information coming at you guys tonight. I understand that. So I'm only going to, I'm not going to stretch this out really long and give you guys a lot of stuff. But what I do want to tell you is if you do want any of this information, tell me, please, because I have some very good resources for you. I will print off word for word my sermon notes so that you guys can take it home because I'm not expecting you to remember this all. But moving on. So anyways, how can we prove now the origin of life? Everybody say origin. Say life. Say Jesus. Say Genesis. 2-7. All right. Good job, guys. You listen really well. So Genesis 2-7 says that then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. So do you think in Genesis 2-7, it tells us how God created man? I'm going to ask that one more time. Do you think in Genesis 2-7, it tells us how God created man? Absolutely. So here is the question that I think can honestly be funny, not in like a condescending way or anything like that, but where did life originate from? Everybody say originate. Well, we know as we read the Bible as Christians, but I think it's funny that scientific community, the scientific community is so divided on this question is how was man created? How were humans created? How was woman created? They are so divided on this answer. Sometimes scientists are still looking in the ocean for how we are created. Others have tried finding it on land, meaning in clay or shallow waters. Some even say that we evolved from apes. But why are apes still evolving? Just saying. I talked on that, so I won't touch on that. That's a very, I get excited about that. But anyways, that in itself is very hypocritical because no, you know, I'm not going to go into it because it's very scientific. So anyways, that in itself, us evolving from apes, apes is actually hypocritical to itself. And the real one quick sentence I'll give you is because an organism cannot evolve, it de-evolves. So how can we evolve from an ape when science says we can't, but then science tries to say we do. And I'll stop at that. So thank you for the clap. Yeah, you can clap for that. Clap for Jesus. Clap for God, the creator. Have you guys ever heard the chicken and the egg problem? What came first, the chicken or the egg? The chicken. What do you guys think? The chicken. I think the chicken. You think the egg came first? None. I think my scrambled eggs came first. What? What'd you say? Hallelujah. <laughs> so what came first? The chick. What? That's, I'll, I'll, uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Mic drop. I'm done. I'm just going to pump the mic. We're good. No, just kidding. Okay. So what came first, the chicken or the egg? The life in our universe essentially is driven by information. We're always seeking information. DNA in our bodies is actually a set of informational instructions, right? Not, did you, I've talked about this in the past, but you guys know that not one DNA is the same. It's kind of funny because I have an identical twin brother and people go, you have the same fingerprint, right? I'm like, nope. Even as an identical twin, you do not have the same fingerprints because we are all created differently, but in a good way. So the DNA in our bodies is actually a set of informational instructions that are both heard and met. So what does this mean? It means there is nowhere, I mean nowhere in history where information comes from anything other than an intelligent source. So every information we have ever received has an intelligent design behind it. 
So nothing was ever just created and that's how we received information. No, there was always an intelligent design all of the, behind all of the information that we receive. Again, God the creator who created everything, the intelligent designer. So scientists ask a lot of questions. You're gonna hear this through your walk. And the reason why you know we're going through this apologetics and talking about this is I wish I knew information about this in the past when I've gotten approached by people who had these questions, but I'll talk about that later. So scientists ask a lot of questions about the origin of life, but you're gonna notice something is they're trying to find the origin of life, right? But they never ask who created the origin of life. When you listen to a scientist on YouTube and you got some wonderful scientists out there, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but they never say, they always say what created life. They never say who created life. Why don't you think they can't find the answer? Because they're looking in the wrong places. This points back to the personal being God who created the origin of life. Genesis 2-7. Isn't that incredible how God created us? Genesis 2-7. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. That is how powerful the breath of God is. That is how powerful the breath of God is. It's just crazy to me that scientifically all over the place, it proves and points to an intelligent designer and people are still denying it guys. Did you know that there was actually a breaking study that came out? I think it was like two or three years ago, Kristen, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, about two to three years ago, that atheist scientists who were trying to find out who the creator is or what the creator was confirmed one thing, that over thousands of people's DNA that they tested pointed back to one person. Seriously, all of the DNA that they were researching, dissecting everything that they were going through pointed back that us as human beings, as men and women of God, all come from one person. That's crazy to think about. You see Adam and Eve, and then you see Noah because the flood destroyed the earth. That is to me mind blowing. There were seven scientists working on this project. Four out of those seven scientists, four or five, became Christian because there was no denying what the Bible was saying. Now those atheists who were scientifically trying to study all of this, realize that, oh wait, maybe this Bible is right. I have no idea if today, if they're Christian now or not, but they could not deny that the evidence of what the Bible was talking about is true. So everybody say evidence. So like I said last week, I'm barely touching on the surface, the evidence or the proof of any of this stuff right now. It was actually kind of funny because I grabbed this this morning when I was kind of going over the message and I did not intentionally do that. But if anybody's interested in buying this book, we do have this book. If not, I wish I could purchase this book for all of you guys and just give it to you. Remember the movie Case for Christ that I told you guys about? Apparently there's a student edition book. I looked through it this morning and it is fantastic. So I don't know if we have more copies, but if you want it, it's five bucks up there. Otherwise, like I said, I will give you some apps that are an amazing resource. Um, but you guys, this is barely touching on the existence and the proof of God and how he created the origin of life, how he created the universe. But the reason why we are going through this series for the next X amount of weeks, we'll say six max, is because when I was getting approached, when I was, um, I, I could say a baby Christian, but I don't wanna really call it that. When I was new into my faith, these are a lot of questions I didn't know. 
I wish I studied this. I wish I knew about the existence of God and why he created the things that he created because it's important to understand. It's important to understand that when you are reading the Bible, you need to know the theology. You need to know the origins of God and Adam and Eve and the plants and the animals because it's going to give you a better understanding and growing in your faith. Man, I remember one time an atheist and he was an amazing man, amazing, uh, amazing friend to this day, actually. He was just asking me these hard questions and I felt like a fool because I'm like, I don't know how to answer this. And he asked me that very question, who created God? And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I, I remember kind of like being embarrassed about it. And I was like, I think God is not created. Like I couldn't give him a solid answer. So my hope for you guys, my encouragement for you guys is as we're going through this series over these next six weeks, is that you guys will have a really good understanding that if somebody approaches you and is like, hey, how was man created? How was woman created? That you guys will be able to answer in confidence. Does that make sense? Awesome. Everybody say amen. All right, so we're going to wrap up. I want everybody to bow their head, close their eyes. We are going to pray as we end for the night, and then we're going to go into small groups. All right, so I'm just going to say a quick prayer over us tonight. Father, we just thank you for this time that we get together today. But God, just give us the knowledge of the scriptures that we are reading. Give us a, a desire to seek the origins of scripture, to seek why the creation was made. But God, most importantly, don't make us just feel like we have to fall back when somebody gives us, gives us a tough answer. We just pray, Lord, that you will give us the confidence, that you will give us the boldness, that you will just give us this fire in our heart, that we will be able to just want to just soak in your word, God, that we will have the desire to study the scripture and what the scriptures really mean. So we just pray over, buddy, in this place tonight, that you just give them a desire after your word, after your heart, after your theology, apologetics, all of that. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and all God's people said, amen. All right. So you know what to do. Find a leader. Today, I want you to find... Hey, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. I hope this message spoke to you. And if it did speak to you, you can reach out to us at lifechurchutah.com or any of our social media platforms, and we'd love to connect with you. God bless and have a great rest of the day.